she chose to do this. She yeah, chose an she idiotic route. She, you, you don't coddle. I'm not going to coddle and go, oh, oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Fuck her. How old do you think she was? That's what she I'm was gonna... probably 19 or 20. Oh, I think she was maybe younger than that. She looked like a high school kid or something like that. How do you so, know? I, you can't. I mean, obviously, but but I, f- fuck her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Luke is a segment where I ask Luke questions of sexual nature, and I hope he makes funny comments. <laughs> I will. I sing you And I go over and I tell Doug, who's our musician, he's fantastic. I'm like, hey man, uh, could you turn it down a notch? And he looks at me like, what? <laughs> Okay, I'll turn down my acoustic guitar. Give me something, man. Something, man. Sweet. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey, buddy. Hey, guy. We'd like to apologize about our voices on the last episode. We had um, been uh, broadcasting directly from Luke's hot tub, and as usual, you know, the bubbles kind of obscure the sounds of our voices. So what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> Acting. All right. So you put up something on our uh, our wall about the gluten-free guy. Fucking hysterical thing. Oh, that was so funny. It was funny as shit. His delivery was great. So you know how you can be at work and having a great night, and then one thing will happen and just destroy your attitude the rest of the fucking day, and it just... Yes, it happens every time I go to work. <laughs> Dude, I if you don't mind me telling a story, and this actually ties into everything that we've been uh, talking about with the Oreo cookie that you put on the... Th- Facebook this morning, okay. and it'll deal with my daughter and her kindergarten and everything else. It'll all tie in together, okay? All right. So just go along with me on this. We get a group of four coming in. I disagree. Nice. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and get it out of the way early, buddy. Otis disagrees. <laughs> and Lloyd comes down the stairs to investigate. No, we've got to make sure. Okay, man. Group of four come in. Oh, don't worry, I'll edit the dead spaces. They just they made me so fucking mad. Okay, group of four. Group of four come in, seem like nice people, mm-hmm. do my usual shtick and everything like that, and a woman immediately is looking at our food menu, and she goes, uh, are these crackers and chips gluten-free? And she says it in that condescending voice, like she already knows the answer. Right, right. But I give everyone the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, I'm really sorry the crackers and everything aren't gluten-free. <sighs> Which remind me, I have a question about that. Okay. All right. So she gives me this angry sigh. The rest of her party already looks disappointed in me because it's my fault the crackers aren't gluten-free. Right. And she goes, well, I'm really disappointed in your lack of a gluten-free option. And I'm like, well, I can double check to see if our chips are gluten-free. And she goes, could you? And she and she says it like that, like already she's angry and mean. Mm. 
But again, benefit of the doubt. So I have to go in the back and check. And sure enough, the the, the potato chips are gluten-free. I'm like, mm. oh, actually, we have this. So can we just mix it up? I don't want any of the stuff on the potato chips. I want the gluten-free potato chips, and I want the hummus on the side. If you could do that, that'd be great. And again, she's giving me this tone that is completely unnecessary. She's better than you. Well, at this point, uh, so then this guy starts asking about scotches. Mm-hmm. And he's disappointed. Did you tell him the scotch was gluten-free? Well, we said we got this, we got that, we got this. <sighs> Angry sigh. Like, the big fucking sign outside says wine bar. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry that we don't have your fucking rare 30-year-old scotch that you were looking for, you fucking tool. But, sorry. Beside yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah. Beside the point. I think it's exactly the point. <sighs> getting so angry just thinking about it. So the angry size is what always kills me. Let it out. They decide to order a bottle of wine, and I get the wine for them. And the lady that wants the gluten-free cracker, she goes, I just want tea. Do you have tea? And I'm like, yeah, we have uh, Lipton tea, you know. She goes, okay, good. Could you make sure it's decaffeinated? I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go check. I just want to make sure it's decaffeinated. I have to go in the back. I don't serve tea too often. So I go in the back. It's decaffeinated. Yeah, it's decaffeinated tea. She goes, okay, just could you make me that? I'm like, okay. I go in the back. I start making this goddamn I would have sprinkled tea. fucking breadcrumbs yeah. in it. So. <laughs> oh, it gets better. Uh, I make this, this glass of tea. It's already made. I come back around, and she flags me over with a... You know, like, she's the goddamn Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. She's like this, you know, yeah, yeah, bringing yeah. her hand. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I go back up and I'm like, yes? She goes, I found this in my purse. Could I just could I just get hot water? You can charge me for the hot water, I guess, if you have to. And I was like, no, I didn't say anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we'll get you some hot water, no problem. Go throw the tea in the back away. Get her hot water from the Keurig. The Keurig system makes it a nice spot, you know, mm. rather than using tap water or sure. anything like that. So I fucked up, and I didn't realize that the person that had used it before didn't fully clean out the filter. So about one grain of coffee grind gets in there that I did not notice. Okay. So I give her the hot water. She's going batshit on her bar back. She goes, this coffee cup has dirt in it. And then I went over there and I apologized. Like, I'm really sorry. We use the Keurig system. I'll get you a fresh cup of chip plates on me. I'm sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Fine. Free. And I'm like, oh, okay. Free. This is, yeah, I gave them a chip plate for free just to fucking, I didn't want to deal with any, I, it, they're never going to come back. They're already this air of, like, I would have charged the fuck out of them. Then. I would have gave them hot water for three bucks. I didn't want her to insinuate that I was trying to sabotage her. And if there's one point of the story that's my fault, it's me not checking the goddamn coffee grind. So I'll give I'll a give fucking it. break. So anyway, she gets her tea. They have their wine. Guy flags me over again with that goddamn Matrix thing. Not the one that wants a scotch, the one that's drinking wine. It's Saturday night. We got about 20 people inside the bar. We have live music every Saturday night. Guy flags me over, and it looks very just disgusted and angry. Um, Listen, we're trying to have a conversation here. Says it like that. I'm not mm. kidding. I'm not exaggerating. Uh, could you just tell that guy he, he needs to turn it down? <laughs> the guy is singing fucking like sitting on the dock of the bay. He's not singing rock songs or anything. Right, he's, right. He's, he's singing acoustic chill music that's not offending anybody and it's not loud. 
and me, of course, being the guy, I'm like, yeah, I'll tell him to knock down a couple notches. I'm like, we have live music every Saturday. It gets kind of loud, you know, the acoustics in this place. And he just stares at me. No response. Yeah. Now I'm getting angrier. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm starting to like, oh, what's going to be the fucking tipping point? And I go over and I tell Doug, who's our musician, he's fantastic. I'm like, hey, man, uh, can you turn it down a notch? He looks at me like, what? <laughs> Okay, I'll turn down my acoustic guitar. Yeah. Uh, so, again. I would have been real sarcastic. If it was him, I would have been real sarcastic and, like, whispered the song. Sitting on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get back up, and I'm back behind the bar. Five minutes go by. The guy that asked me to turn it down, he stands up. <clears throat> As I'm talking to two women, I'm serving them champagne. And he... He again with these fucking little hand gestures, which is just pissing me off by the second. It's not like, you know, it's like, come hither. I'm like, yes, sir. How can I help you? Listen, we can't hear each other. And I was like, well, I, I asked him to turn it down. I mean, it really doesn't go much lower than what he's at. I mean, there's not much lower than zero, but I can attempt to. I didn't say that. Wasn't sarcastic. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, I'll, uh, I'll see what he can do. I mean, but. He just turns around in the middle of me responding and sits back down. Now I'm fucking just livid. I don't know what to do. But they they sit there and they would not talk to me the rest of the night because I always kill them with kindness. You go around. Is everyone doing okay? Anybody need water? No one would say a word to me. I wouldn't have fucking gone. They that. wouldn't. They but. Again, I, I always try to see if I can turn the leaf. Let's let's make this good. Let's make their experience like, okay, why? I don't know. I don't know why I felt the need to like get these guys it's, on my side. Maybe because I was so I'm angry. Not, I'm not blaming you. Yeah. But it's because of that attitude, yeah. not just yours, but from other people that are so willing to bend over backwards for people like that. They think everyone... We'll treat them like that. Like they're entitled uh, to I'm that part of the special, fucking problem then, man, because special treatment It kills me that, that they were so angry to start off with. Hey, you felt my pain. The pup's coming over and giving me some snuggles. All right, buddy. So let's go back to the whole gluten free shit. OK, first things first. Don't ever apologize. One, you're not a food place. <laughs> Cheese and crackers. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like an ad. That's like a bonus with your wine. Okay, when you when I first went there and you're like, oh, we have this some is me snacks. drinking at 10 a.m. So we, we 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 have snacks. I'm like, oh, that's cool. What do you got? Yeah. Never ever did I go. Um, I'm sorry, I don't like your selection. <laughs> she did that. I don't like your gluten free options. Okay, these. F- if you have a gluten intolerance, that's fine. Which I know people that do, I and it's am, legit. I am lactose intolerant. Yeah. I understand your system gets messed up when you eat certain kinds of food. Okay? This whole thought process that now gluten is bad for you is so fucked up because people take the... the uh, oh, God. Whoa, what's going on Otis here? Is trying to wrestle Lloyd. Um... <laughs> They take that they take that thought process that because some people are intolerant to it. I've actually had people say, well, we were technically never meant. Then they've said this about lactose, too. Never really meant to have that because so many people can't tolerate it. You're not really supposed to have that. And you're not really supposed to have bread. You're not really supposed. So it's become like this. It's become like this ridiculous, uptight. And that's where that video came in. It's, and they, they, they feel the like they're fantastic. They the feel video like is they have funny. this attitude. A lot of people have this attitude like, I'm 
a step ahead of you in evolution <laughs> because I can recognize that I shouldn't be eating gluten. The people that say they're they're gluten free or gluten intolerant and everything, I, I definitely know people in my life that have gotten checked sure. out by doctors, and the right. doctors have recommended that they shouldn't have gluten. It's the ones that fucking kill me that just go with this trend, and they don't even get it checked out. Yeah, like my sister, in fact, is gluten intolerant. She yeah. went to a doctor. She had stomach pains for years. The yeah. doctor's like, cut this shit out. She feels greater than ever. Yeah. Like, she says, oh, my God, she can't eat pizza anymore or anything like yeah. that. But she says it's not worth the uh, the stomach. I have a gluten-free leave. pizza for your sister. There you go. See? And th- the thing is, what I'm getting at, she didn't do the due diligence to just make a quick phone call. That that could have saved her so much trouble and aggravation. Oh, they want that. That's dude. the thing that kills me. They it seemed like she it. wanted they that anger. On it. They she wanted that on anger. It. She wanted you to do not have enough gluten free options so she could sit and talk about oh it really I'm did feel like these that. People. I'm so evolved. It I, felt like that 100%. She's talking to her friends, and she's like, you know, you can hear her whispering, like, can you believe the fact this? That, can the you fact believe that this people, fucking wine bar doesn't have gluten-free crackers? People, okay. I offer gluten-free stuff. I, I also have vegetarian stuff. I choose that, okay? It is my restaurant. I choose what to serve. And it's good that you can cater to more people. Well, you know? I you it know benefits what? you. They sell well. I've had I had a woman that came in that lost her freaking mind of happiness because her husband and her son couldn't eat gluten, and she hadn't been able to have pizza for years because it would just be her. So she ordered them two gluten free pizzas and ordered like a jumbo for herself. <laughs> Was like ready to hug me because we offered this. It's good that you and, offer it. Yeah, but if I choose not to offer it. Okay, if someone's a fruitarian, okay, <laughs> I just watched that j- movie Jobs, uh, and he was a fruitarian. I can't believe that's fucking okay. thing. So if somebody just eats fruit juice everything. and comes in and says, what do you have for me? I'm a fruitarian, and I say nothing. Technically, tomatoes are fruit. Do you want some pizza sauce? Yeah. Okay. And they get mad at me. Sorry, bud. I'm not looking for every little nuance out there. They're going to call you out on Yelp. He didn't have the fruit I needed. Yeah, so... Sorry, go to a restaurant that serves fucking fruit. So these people need to go to some place that serves fucking gluten-free options. It's not it, you're not it's not their constitutional right that wherever <laughs> they go they can get exactly what they want. I mean, do they walk into the do they walk into the fucking uh Kohl's department store and go, what are your gluten-free options? We, well, we don't have any. What are you talking about? Oh, this is disgusting. Let me, let me call you over with my aisle. Matrix hand. Do you want the, the red slip. pill or the green pill? <laughs> is it blue? I don't, I don't know. fucking know. <laughs> See, the thing, man, is we, we've retreaded this bullshit since the early episodes of this show, and I couldn't, I couldn't get past that, that Hulk out phase where I just got pissed off because part of me just wanted to be like, I would. I wanted to take their bottle. I'm like, you guys got to go because I don't appreciate the attitude. Yeah, they are my staff, and you know. And what are you? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? They're going to w- write a Yelp review. Yeah, they'll tell their friends that we were assholes to a, a bartender and a, and a bar back, and she oh, was no, just doing her goddamn be, job. The story would be much. You'd, you'd look like we Satan. didn't have a gluten free cracker option. Yeah, that made you so upset, and the guy didn't have his thirty year old scotch that he desperately wanted. And the acoustic guitar was and too loud. The acoustic card was too fucking loud. So, you posted this thing about an Oreo cookie, which 
kind of ties into this whole like allergy and intolerance and people's dietary needs and stuff like that. So uh, it was Philadelphia. A teacher in Philadelphia sent home a permission slip for <laughs> sixth grade class. They were studying, I believe it was plate tectonics. I read the yeah, story. I had yeah. to read it. And the thing about it was she sent this permission slip to say, hey, you know, if you would like your kid to be able to eat the Oreo cookie, please sign off on this after permission the, slip. After they use it to show after they plates. Use it. Okay. Okay. This fucking thing went viral because huh? she put it on Twitter. It was uh, oh, the, the, the mom that got the permission slip put it on Twitter. And she's like, can you believe this? Yeah. Uh, it was not a school mandated thing. No. Uh, it was just a teacher. Yeah. Doing a little bit of what I, I think it's due diligence in my personal belief. I really do. Um, case in point, uh, my daughter goes to kindergarten right now and they were going to have a special treat for like the hundredth day of school. And they were giving popsicles to all the students. So they wrote, I'm like, uh, is it okay if your child has a popsicle? Please sign off on this. Yeah. They can't just give kids something. So I get the understanding that why the fuck is it that important to have a permission slip? Because this is just completely this mentality of Sue Happy Nation and all this other Mm -hmm. shit. But I, I don't, get it. I don't blame. I, the, I don't blame the teacher. No, I don't blame the teacher. I think and I understand she put the ingredients on the picture too. But I think going in, and me, I might be wrong. Like I had to take medicine when That'd I was be a first time a, when I was a kid, and they knew that going in. I didn't mm-hmm. have to get a permission slip. You know, I had to go down to the nurse and get my medicine. Do that shit, yeah. Um, and it's I've, not the teacher's fault, even though it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's because of the people that they feel like it's their everything has to be signed off on everything. It's their right to have, you know, their needs met and not even all their needs. It's just their I'm choosing to feed my child, you know, this. It's maybe there's more of the protection route because like we just got uh, a notification from one of our distributors at the wine with the wine bar and uh all wines have uh, trace amounts of arsenic in it. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, obviously, it's not enough to hurt anybody. However, they just came out with a review on several different styles of wine. And it says, if you carry these wines. Right, I saw that. Yeah, they, you please remove them from your shelf because they have too much, at least, at least the, the legal amount or whatever, blah, blah, blah. We actually do have one on our shelves. And I'm talking maybe $50 worth of shit. So part of me are like, okay. This is fine. I've seen people drink this for the last year and a half. I mean, it's not a big deal. Or we'll just eat $50 of wine because who fucking gives a fuck? Why do you want that point zero 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 one percent chance of some kid getting hurt from a cookie, let alone getting hurt from a bottle of wine? Right. Well, I understand that. Yeah. The fact I I, do. I think it's ridiculous, too. But I'm glad they, they did it. Is that weird that I, like, take both sides of the coin? No. Yeah. I mean, I understand. But it, it, it it's the, the, the process has become – and this is yeah. – and I'm, an, and I'm not going to – Indicative of society in general. Po- I'm not trying to make this political in any way. Yeah. But this we is don't talk about of, politics on this show. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is, but this is part of the reason why I don't think I could ever be a liberal because I carry the – I carry a lot of – liberal beliefs you do actually Um, surprisingly enough but i i will never ever be the person 
that says, oh, we have to tolerate everything. Oh, we have to be all inclusive. I mean, I posted something um, the other day, and it was one of those uh, where somebody takes a snapshot of a post, and it was a girl that put, Oh, the military. The military, where she put, the only reason people join the military is because they're too stupid to get into college, and she spelled their wrong. It was a radio station that put this up, right? right. And then a Marine comes on, it it was the next post, corrects her use of their, okay? Which is classic, hilarious. It's funny. It's very funny. One, what the girl said was idiotic. Two, you call someone stupid, at least use some sort of proper English. And... A girl I know went on and talked about bullying and what I, this girl must have I gone through. I saw that post and, and I agreed I, with her. I, I was like, wow. I didn't. I, yeah. I saw her point of view, but this would have been good bullying. That girl <laughs> deserved to be bullied. And I'm sorry. Okay, maybe not bullied. It's Obviously, I'm being silly. But she chose to do this. She yeah, chose an she idiotic route. She, you, you don't coddle. I'm not going to coddle and go, oh, oh. I don't want to hurt her feelings. Fuck her. How old do you think she was? That's what she I'm was gonna... probably nineteen or twenty. Oh, I think she was maybe younger than that. She looked like a high school kid or something like that. How do you so, know? I you can't. I mean, obviously, but but I, f- fuck her. Okay, <laughs> no, you don't get to say what you say. Something dumb. You're you're gonna put it on public. You put it on a public forum. Hey, suck it, baby. I've said stupid things and been been railed for it too. Yeah. It happens. It, well, learn learn the lesson from it. It's not going to chase her the rest of her life. I'm glad that this shit didn't exist when I was a fucking teenager. I will say that much. Sure, I oh, was an God. I was an arrogant prick. Well, times haven't changed much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this this whole, but that's but that's the mentality, and, yeah. and it's and it's it's oh, I have to I have to look at all sides of the coin and and think about how she, her feelings might get hurt. Blow me! That, I don't want to. The I don't I care, life, man. That's I don't seriously, care. I do kind of look at everything. If you post something, all right. Here's a perfect. Ex- I'll give you a good example. All right. I was out of town. My nephew was watch was watching the house, living here. All right. He had his brother and his and their his buddy over. They're over here drinking beers and whatever. For some reason, they take a picture in the kitchen together, and they all have their shirts off. <laughs> And they post it on Facebook. And uh, I go, I, and were I, they drunk? I, I don't know what the hell they were uh, doing, but they, you know, they were hanging out and they had their tattoos showing. And I posted on, I, I commented on the picture. Oh, I'm glad when I'm out of town, you have a homoerotic dance party in my kitchen. Okay, somebody snatched that picture and made a uh, one of those memes out of it. Sure, it wasn't me. No, no, it was. <laughs> it, it, it nobody knew who it was. Oh, really? Like, somebody found it and and. It was like on one of those sites, and one of them actually saw it, and there was like fucking like a thousand fucking likes and all these responses to it. Wow! And they were ripping on him, and the one dude who's not on Facebook was annoyed by it because he's like, I don't even, you know, I don't. And the one guy was laughing at, but I'm like, you fucking deserve this. Yes, you you started you deserve it. to be ripped you on. Started Why it. do you take pictures of yourself with your shirts off with other dudes with you showing your tattoos like you're a hargit? You deserve to be ripped on. Fuck you. There is no hurt feelings. You, your feelings are hurt. Fine. Now you know never in the future to take a picture in my kitchen with your shirt off. <laughs> you got to pay for your uh, bullshit. Yeah. You so that's why I am, you know, I am all for, you know, equal rights and I'm all for, uh, 
you know, giving money to the poor and all that stuff. But I will never jump on board to the, oh, let me give you a hug because your life's so hard bullshit. Well, what do you think about talking about the discrimination and all that shit? The big one. In Indiana? In Indiana. We actually got a couple of requests to talk about this topic. Okay. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. That's, that's an easy one, in my opinion. Um, okay. Give everyone the background. Indiana state law passed a uh, new thing that basically states that a business cannot be sued uh, if they cite uh, religious uh, backgrounds for refusing service. I, I don't know the exact okay. thing, but and if you, uh, it is important, and I did not know this because I kind of read it, and it's important to note that there are fairly strict stipulations yeah. to how this can happen. You can't just go, oh, that guy's gay. I'm not going to serve him. There has to be – it has to be in line with your business practices. You can't just all of a sudden decide. If I'm not mistaken either, this is – it says government enforced too. So I think – and again, flaming liberal talking here. I think a lot of people are misreading this law. And what you're a, reading is the potential. Well, they, yeah. I read an article, and it was kind of funny because um, – oh, not an article, but it was a person who read the law and posted it and then explained each thing. Mm -hmm. And it was posted by Jeff, who the, is more the on the liberal side. No, no, Jeff Matson. Oh, yeah, yeah. More on the liberal side, and it was explaining how – and the, the person actually said the media is, is – running the doomsday scenarios here. Absolutely. This is what's – so, and I – you know, originally I said – my whole stance always has always been my beliefs, my religious, my – whether your race, whatever your beliefs, whatever your religion, yeah. whatever your – as a business owner, I 100 percent agree with you when you're spending money. You're, yeah, you separate the business aspect if, from your belief If someone aspect. comes in and says, I hate Mexicans – Damn it, I do too. Your pizza is is nineteen ninety five. Well, someone comes in and says, "I hate white people." Gonna save that damn sound it, clip. Damn we? Damn it, aren't we bad? Nineteen ninety five for your pizza. You know what I mean? You know what I? So that's that's. I mean, that's my point. Is I don't. You know, I've had people come in and they start these conversations with me that I completely disagree with them. But I nod and I smile and I say yes, yes. Bartender yes. code, my friend. Uh, so that as a business owner, that is my stance. As a I don't get how these must, people must be raking the fuck money in because they can just give up business. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It, I don't. I really think people are misinterpreting now. Yeah, yeah, the doomsday scenario is something that could happen, which is why. And I just read today, and hopefully this comes to pass. The language of the law is a little too vague, so they would like to add. Basically, this is not an excuse to use. Excuse me. This law against uh, gay, bisexual, transgender—they want to add additional text to it, and I'm all for that. Let's yeah. let's not make it vague. Let's put that in there, and that would make a lot more people happy. Uh, to boycott an entire state based on an interpretation of a law is not right either. Well, because boycotting uh, boycotting works. is a very effective thing if it's done right. I mean, you can you can definitely steer. Uh, the people's point of view in your favor, but at the same time, this law is it, like people are saying, "Oh, it's segregation all over again." And it's it's not being re at least I can't interpret it that way. I've read the law, yeah. and the bad part of the law is 
it sets a precedent for future laws. But what I read, and it was this this person again in the same post, mm. it was very long, actually, or was it something? I, I read this. Someone said this, and I, maybe it was like I wanted the chat boards or whatever, because I read the article and I kind of was reading the comments. All right. And a guy said, so you're saying, because people were going, oh, I'm never going to Indiana. There are a bunch of hicks. And, all. Well, and this guy jumped on and said. Side note, it is Indiana. Yeah, I got no reason yeah, to go fuck there. Indiana. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> We'd like to apologize to our Indiana listener. <laughs> but you go, you look at something like this, and you go, okay. So you're you're saying that this person, based on their religious beliefs, if they're, let's assume it's all legitimate. Yeah. Okay, and not used as a cover. So I'm a whatever. I'm a Christian scientist, whatever. <laughs> Christian scientist. Whatever their religion is. And they, they they are against homosexuality. All right. Okay. Right or wrong, they have their beliefs. Okay. So that's you know you yes. kind of go, come on, dude. You know they're they're not coming in to you know bust your balls. They just want to buy a coke or yeah, whatever they, you're they, selling. They want would like your chicken pot pie meal. Yeah. Okay. But this guy said, so you're telling me that if a black business owner, if the KKK, if this guy owns a print shop and the KKK comes in and says, I want you to print all my anti-black literature. This black guy has to print that for them. And he said, and you're telling me that if a Jewish business owner and a Nazi comes in and says, I want you to print this Nazi literature for me, they have to do that. And so it kind of turned – it flipped it in those extreme circumstances, I wonder what – But that flipped it in my mind, and I kind of went, no, I don't think that that black guy should have to do that. That goes against everything he believes that that degrades him as a person. You know what I mean? So that kind of flipped it, and I kind of went – Okay, I get it a little. Now, I I hope and, – and I know a response will be, well, those are hate groups. And fuck you. <laughs> hate groups. Suck my balls. <laughs> I do hate. Don't care. Um, <laughs> they're a group. But the point is everyone has something they're against. All okay? Right. right? I mean you have, you have things that you are probably steadfastly against. And if someone came in and said – you have to do this. You have to. You have to take my money and do this. Yeah, nobody wants to be forced to do. Anything. Nobody wants to be forced yeah. to do things that that go against their their core beliefs. Well, I seriously, when I saw this shit going through Facebook, I was like everybody else. I'm like, wow, that's really fucked up. If that's what it is, right? Please, for the love of God, when you see this shit on Facebook or any other social media, for the last five people on MySpace, fucking look it up, read it. Read it yourself. You can save yourself a lot of fucking angst and hate posts if you would just read it. Now, granted, bad shit can happen from it, so let's fucking change the words just a little bit. It's really easy to do, and that's what they're doing, so... Please don't be up yeah. in arms and about there's something. And there's always going to be someone up in arms. There's you always going to be someone up in arms. I have gay friends that are like, very upset about this, and I, you know, I support, I, I support that because Absolutely. it seems to be steered towards gay people for some reason, and I, I, I gay people's money spends the same. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to, you don't have to like their lifestyle. Well, the first thing I said when I saw this, the Indiana thing, before I read everything, I'm like, man, if that's true, I'm going to really hate the one time you know, a Christian you, you know couple it, goes into a. A Muslim-owned business, and they want to get some dinner, and they get refused service for being Catholics. And I just—that's what I thought in my head instantly. Yeah. And but I mean, if if maybe add some language that says, if you're if the request of the customer 
forces you to do something to support something that you go against. Maybe something like that. It's got to be. I don't yeah. know. Get rid of, of the vague text. Because it's get just, rid of the vague text. It just it. I get it. I get that people can be upset by this, but if you flip it. Because everybody has something they're against. We're going to segue right here. All right. Because they wanted this fucking law to make the NCAA move their tournament. Well, Charles Barkley said that. Uh, you guys, again, I, media is just eating itself. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, there, nobody's bothering to, to really look into this. And I'm, I'm no fan of the fucking governor of Indiana, but I mean, seriously. I don't even to know move who an the entire goddamn tournament. Is. Yeah, I don't even know who he is. He can walk in here today and say, "I'm the governor of Indiana." I go, "Really?" <laughs> and then I Google him. Nobody wants anybody to be discriminated against. But it really, if you're rallying against the NCAA to move the fucking Final Four tournament, which and, is probably which been is a week planned, later. yeah, for like two years. Yeah, it's not exactly like, oh, we can just up and move the tournament. Let's go play at the fucking playground. It yeah. doesn't work like that. Yeah. I mean, you guys don't understand how boycotts work. Yes, you. Get together, fucking organize. That's fine. It's great. But, man, the people want heads to roll oh, over yeah. something that they read on Facebook. Everyone needs to be fired. Like, Barbeck Bill was writing me, and he was he's like, this sounds like discrimination. This sounds like segregation. And I'm like, yes, it does. So I had to do my homework. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Do your homework, man. That's all you have to do. Yeah, just do, read a little bit. Find out exactly what they're, what they're trying to do. Don't, don't assume that they're all evil. So they're speak- trying to create... And if you are for tolerance and you are for equality, then you need to actually – but you're not religious. You can't just shove the religious people aside. It doesn't work that way. If you truly believe in equality, then you have to accept the people that are completely believing things. If you're an atheist, you have to accept a religious person. I had an atheist tell me one time they were like – there was it was in a discussion, and I said, you know, there is it does talk about freedom of religion in the Constitution. He goes, and freedom from religion. I said, no, it doesn't. It says freedom of religion. You can't just flip the words to serve your agenda. I don't know what it says. It <laughs> says freedom of religion, but it's 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 a common atheist uh, text where they say freedom from religion. They say freedom from religion. That's and they he took it as it's in the Constitution. It's not in the Constitution. Well, atheism itself, I mean, the guy doesn't even have to argue his point. He really doesn't. Atheism in itself is a belief. You know what I'm saying? It's a belief in nothing, so therefore it's an ism. You, you just you have the ISM at the end. It's it's a belief system, regardless whether you believe no, it I, or not. I've been accused so, of so many isms, it's not even funny. Yeah. It happens all the time, and you just kind of – you got to, like, chuckle at it because there's always someone that disagrees with you, and a lot of people, when they disagree with you – if you're if you're not in their side, you're an ism. All right, let's let's jump or away a phobe. from this nonsense or a, you know whatever. I want to talk about something different. Okay, uh, I brought it up to you what through if I a text. Well, then you can poo poo it if you want. Poo poo. You can use your matrix hand and wave me away. Heard <laughs> that waving toward you? Yeah. Um, I I can't reveal the name on the uh, show, so let's just say Kevin. It'll be a lot easier. I have a friend named Kevin who's a friend of a friend. Yeah. yeah. Um. Kevin wrote a post. I'm going to read it. Okay. All right. I'm going to read it. This is uh, it's comedy gold, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> this this is about as fucked up as it comes. Um, and I don't know if he's just uh, punking everybody. You know, I, if it's fake. But he's got over 100 responses. 
on this. Here we go. There we go. There we go. So Kevin writes, <laughs> um, probably won't read this verbatim. Otherwise, people could probably figure out who it is. Uh, unfortunately, last night, the webcam on my computer was hacked during some personal time. Please don't me explain what personal time is. Now I'm being blackmailed. The person demanded $300 to delete the video. They don't get it. They've threatened to send this video to all my family and friends. I would call it a hollow threat. However, they sent me links to all my friends' mailboxes. And they've also sent me the video to prove that they actually had it. I apologize in advance if any of you get sent this. Hope you can forgive me for putting you in this situation. Obviously, this was recorded without my consent. What do you think, man? Well, if it's true, (laughs) a couple things. This is kind of Dr. Lukish, I guess, right? <laughs> nah, Dr. Luke doesn't need to come in on this. Here's a couple things. First off, because it's 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 also uh, Attorney Luke. Okay, yeah. Um, he's being if, if they send him an email that's that's uh, blackmailing him. Yeah, you just send it to the police. Uh, Follow ups. Apparently, he got it to the FBI because the police won't handle this particular matter. Okay, so yeah. But, so it's, it's I think that's a felony. So it's got to be right. Um, and they're only asking for three hundred dollars, which is, I mean. Well, I think the $300 is a gateway. If they've already hacked your computer and you actually wire money to them, they might have a potential to get a routing number and just pipe all the yeah. cash out of it. So make it a little small so he fucking says, okay, here's the money, and yeah, then yeah. boom, you hacked everything else. All right. So there's a felony right there. <laughs> it's like, I think that's like wire, wire uh, you know, going over yeah, it's, using the hacking. It's got to okay. be something crazy. So they've hacked. Okay, so there's it's a just felony. like that so 1995 just, movie of, with Angelina Jolie about it. I would just send it to the FBI and say, "There you go." Secondly, everyone rubs one out, so it's not like it, there's a video of him piping down a donkey. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of curious now if it's like a webcam, like he sit in front of his desktop, or if it's his fucking phone, because every phone has that little camera right in front of you. And if you're a guy, you might have perused a website every now and then. Okay. You get your O face on camera. Now, my <laughs> guess is that maybe it didn't get hacked, but maybe he chose another fellow to jerk off with. You think so? I don't know. No, I mean, I, yeah, I, he's I, not I, detailing. He's like, he's I don't, like, all of a sudden, he, the guy just happened to come through right when he was doing that. Uh, all right. So, aside, I think you and I agree. You're not going to pay the money to some schmuck. But you, no, you I'd be like, pass. send it, stud. Do, I don't you just like uh, jump the gun and say I would, I would say I hey, anybody sent, wants to see me, bam, here it is. I would I would just say I have sent your information to the FBI. Yeah. Congratulations, you're a moron for not covering your tracks. <laughs> um, if you want to send it now, I will. I will ha- once you're caught by the FBI, I will happily sue the shit out of you. For invasion of privacy. Ah. And there you go. Problem solved, Kevin. Uh next time, uh, you know, get a better get a better fucking uh Ooh, get a piece of masking tape. Just put it right over that camera real quick and yeah. you're you're good. You go all you get is the audio. So if you're a moaner like Jonah <laughs> Oh man. I I was uh I was telling Allison this story and I remember like a couple years ago, she we got a we got a um, Panasonic television with a little webcam installed on the top. Mm-hmm. 
because you can Skype off of our television. And she sat in front of like two years ago. She's like, hi, you know, I like this TV and everything, but uh, I don't like that camera right there. Like, what if somebody hacks the camera and, and wants to watch us? And I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Nobody's going to just watch us over the goddamn camera. She's like, can it be like, you know, internet hacked or anything? No. Oops. Yes. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> People get off. I mean, if someone hacked into I had that TV and they they got off on watching me watch TV, it's like whatever, whatever, you know, whatever uh, pleases you, buddy. You know, it's like okay, you start rubbing one out show. during Police Academy or something. Hey, like fuck! That. If you get off on that, you know, everybody spanks it. <laughs> Michael Winslow. Hey, man. Uh, wait, no. What's the guy? What's the guy that does all the so- funny sound effects? Michael Winslow. Those. Is it Michael Winslow? Yeah. Well. Uh, we got some Dr. Luke for you, man. All right, let me get my diploma out. Boop, 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 Dr. Luke is a segment where I ask Luke questions of sexual nature, and I hope he makes funny comments. <laughs> I will. All right. Um, let's see now. I only got, uh, two today. Okay. All right. Slow day on Dr. Luke. That means I've, I've... Help so many. I've experienced this one, and I think you have too. And I think generally a majority of guys experience this. Um, while you're dating, the guy writes in, I got a great relationship. Okay. But something that really pisses me off, and I just cannot stand it. My chick takes forever to fucking get ready. Ah. It's starting to annoy the shit out of me. Okay. We're talking 30 to 45 minutes late everywhere we go because... She is still primping at every last second. Mm-hmm. I can't fucking stand it. Other than that, pretty solid, normal relationship. Okay. Advice for this gentleman, Dr. Luke. I have the mature option and the not-so-mature option. Go. Which one would you like to hear first? Let's go the mature option the first. The mature option is to communicate well. Mm. You want to sit down with your, your lady and explain to her how this sort of thing makes you uncomfortable and you you have a pet peeve about being late like antsy yeah you just get and so you would like to her to try to start earlier okay this will not work (laughs) nice i have the not so mature option all right just tell her everything starts a half hour earlier than it does ah the lie yes the lie well here's here's uh maybe a third option all right and I actually I sat and thought about this one. I used to have to wait for Allison. I'm talking 30 minutes, almost exclusively when we were at Lewis University. It took her fuck. I would show up in my car and I'd park outside of her dorm room. And I'm like, do you want me to come in and get you and wait? No, 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 no. I'll be right out. I'll be right out. 20 minutes later, she'd fucking come out. It would drive me insane. It was almost like clockwork. So now I just I just started walking in because I, I knew I was going to be sitting in the goddamn car. I thought about it. The woman is actually prepping herself to look good for you. She's putting the extra effort to make sure you think she's as hot as she can be. So maybe, you know, take that anger and say, well, you know, she's doing this for my benefit to put the makeup on and make sure her hair looks perfect because she wants you to think she's gorgeous and hot and everything like that. That's the other side of the coin, maybe. It's a nice way to think. It's wrong, but it's nice. (laughs) All right, Dr. Luke, this one comes from a guy that's already taken your advice. Oh. Dr. Luke, I've been listening to your show. I've taken your advice. I went for the threesome. Nice. I have a girlfriend, Mm -hmm. and she has a friend, 
And we decided that we would all venture into this uh, area after a night of drinking. Okay. It was fun. Mm -hmm. It was a blast. It was great for me. Mm -hmm. However, uh, my formerly once great relationship is now seeming very, very different. Girls acting very standoffish, quiet, and unreceptive since that day. Okay. Any advice on what I should do, Dr. Luke? Now, this is kind of one of those scenarios where if you tip that scale Ask and you go, you go long, to that how level. How long ago did the threesome happen? It doesn't give me specific well, there's, there's yeah. some, some issues Let's there. Let's just say it's maybe a month later. Okay, she's standoffish the whole time. Yeah. Did you ask her why she's standoffish? I can only assume it's not been brought up, so, you know. Maybe did he pay extra attention to the other girl? Mm, now here's some advice. Now that, yeah. Here's see? what you need to understand, okay? If a woman is so kind-hearted to give you the, <laughs> the two female threesome, okay? <laughs> the angels threesome. If if the skies open up and the good Lord shines his l- perpetual light upon you and says <laughs> and says you I offer you two women. They will go down on each other for your pleasure. I'm going to reverb your voice right there so it's like echoing. You need (laughs) to make sure you have one responsibility. Well, you have a couple responsibilities. One is to to make sure they both have orgasms. Yeah, I think that's pretty much standard, right? Um, But two, you need to... Make sure throughout this process that your lovely lady, who you appreciate this great gift so much from, understands that she is your number one. And this other person in the room, though this may sound cold, is a prop. (laughs) Okay? It's like bringing, you know, a toy to bed. Okay? (laughs) She is a... Oh, shit. But um, I'm saying, but hey, I mean, you, and you it make sounds a fair cold, argument. Fair but argument. When 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 it all is said and done, she knows she's still your number one. Yeah, and it's not like you went and we're like all over this other chick in front of her. Yeah, I think you got to probably go into this like this is possibly you, a one-time deal, and you set your boundaries. Yeah. You don't kiss or whatever you want to do, or I don't want you to have sex with her. Just she's there with me, and then you're helping me. That whatever boundaries you come, but you must always, you must always, always, always make sure that your lady knows that she's number one. Because what you do then, you open that whole can of worms in her head, like, wow, he really was into that other girl. Yep, and I think that's what happened with it too. So yeah. just the way it's written. So I think Doctor Luke's first segment of advice: you better start talking it out real quick because you don't want that to fester as this back issue in a relationship. Yeah, I mean, ask her what's going on. I yeah. Mean, um, and if she feels that way, you know, say, you know what, I, you know, I apologize. I get caught up in it, you know, whatever you may not save it, but the next time, if the perpetual light shines upon you, you know, you got to make her number one. You got to, and you got to let her know if you care about her, you care about her and you appreciate this great gift she has bestowed upon you because not everyone gets you know, a bike for Christmas. Not everyone gets a car on their 16th birthday, okay? I like the bike for Christmas line. That's okay, good. so a bike for Christmas. It's just a bike for Christmas. You know, if, yeah. if, one Thanks, in, Dad. if one in ten kids gets that 
very expensive bike for Christmas. It's a Huffy. You better damn well appreciate that bike. And uh, you better you better be grateful that that bike was bestowed upon you because there's nine of us sitting over there going, God damn, I want a bike. Lucky son of a bitch. Got that fucking bike. Thanks, Dr. Luke. We appreciate your advice. Hey, buddy. We'll have more Dr. Luke very soon. Um, we got a lot of shit going on that we probably even can't talk about on this podcast amongst our friends and, and personal things that we don't want to mention names and stuff. But we do right. know people listen to the show. And I would just like to send a special uh, hug out to uh, Pepe. Uh, I know you've had a fucking week from hell and we just want to say you know we care about you and um you know just a quick shout out we're thinking about you so yeah it's a tough situation and and don't ever think that you don't have friends that are supporting yeah you you, you matter for you sure you don't have a reason to be embarrassed you don't have a reason to feel bad shit happens it's not ideal but definitely fucking not ideal holy shit so there, i was told once that no matter what, all feelings, good or bad, will pass. Amen. This too shall pass. I, I write it down almost every day. <laughs> Just this too shall pass. And you know what? Life is great. It really is. Think of all the good moments. They outweigh the bad ones. They always will come to shine. And while Luke takes the dogs out, I will not sing. I'm going to keep it quiet today. Anyway, besides all that noise... Um, something that came out of that particular event from Friday night, uh, we all went over to, uh, Jared's house. Jared's the, uh, the co-host of something gate, him and Steve. And, uh, we drank a lot and had a good time. It was mm -hmm. fun. Pop some champagne bottles. And Jared thought it would be a good idea to record the party because I made a little comment like, Hey, you know, why don't you throw the recorder on? So he pops it on. He puts it on a tripod. So uh, we all bust Jared's balls on the recorder when he's not there. Like sure. Everyone just kept going like Jared Bulls goats. You know, Jared has sex with fucking she males. Just yeah. little shit like that. Uh, he recorded the party. He, he forgot that it was on. He's got 10 hours of audio. So have fun editing that. Whatever that fucking thing's going to be on uh, something gate. I can't wait for your 10 hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be listening to one minute of it, but yeah. uh, but other than that, um, if we want to just dive into a very quick Jonah story, I don't know if you got one, but uh, from this particular night, uh, we started off at the Adaki Hibachi Grill, the little Japanese steakhouse. Yeah, and you know how like the the chef will do all kinds of tricks and shit. Sure, there's the one where I would he like does... to point out that I wasn't invited to any of this. No, you weren't. So you can fuck yourself. We love you. <laughs> dog needs to come in, which is a motif on a shave. Well, Luke, man, you didn't want to join our foursome, so always go for the threesome. Avoid the foursome. So, yeah, the foursome. <laughs> All holes filled. Um, no, we went to the Adaki Steakhouse, and the the Japanese chef has the sake bottle. Mm-hmm. And he sprays it into people's mouths. Mm -hmm. I've always seen him flip shrimp in the mouth, but I never saw him do the sake thing. Mm -hmm. So we got like a group of eight at our table. Some people we don't know. It's like Aaron's old friends that they just happened to be there. And oh, Aaron! Aaron's old friends got invited to this. They too? did not get invited. They happened to be uh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know. We didn't call them. I just didn't. They know. just showed. I, I I assumed that I was just the only one not invited. We'll uh, cut. We'll cuddle later. Random. I'll make people. it up to you. 
Don't be standoffish. You can suck it. Let's talk about it. So he fucking grabs the sake bottle out, and uh, a guy at the table goes for like 15 seconds. Some random dude that we didn't know. And then Jonah, of course, him anyway. huh? But you invited we, him, of course. Anyway. Invited okay. him. Jonah opens his big fucking maw, ah, yeah, and he starts spraying the sake bottle on Jonah. I shit you not, dude. Like thirty seconds, I thought he was about to. You go now. <laughs> you drink all sake. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the start of Jonah's night, and he, uh, since we didn't have children that night, uh, he's doing whistle pig, doing uh, shots at Jared's. And then we get back to my house, and he's drinking beer and drinking more red wine. So we decided to play euchre, as we like to do. And while passed out, in and out, in and out, in and out, we still won our game of euchre. Yeah, and you posted that great picture of Jonah passed out at the table. And that's from that night. That was right after the game was over. We got 10 to their 6. He was in the barn. It was sweet. Nice. That's it. I mean, nothing too special. I got. I had like three Jonah stories written down, and I I uh, cannot remember the fucking life of me. I always forget what they are. Yeah, so. I know. They just kind of. It's funny because you 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 experience Jonah, and when he's your friend, you 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 go through your daily life, and you have to kind of stop and bracket a time and go. That is a Jonah story. Yeah, because exactly. it just kind of is so natural. It flows into. I mean, like this isn't a story, but Jonas Jonah's a notorious mumbler. Yeah, and weird. I have I have conversations with him where the only thing I ever say is what, like what, <laughs> what? And Aaron's even told me he gets mad at her because he's like, "Open your ears," and she's like, "Stop mumbling." <laughs> he's like, "Hey, dude," you always get, "Hey, dude." I like how his being a whore in real life is now translated to the podcasting world. So now he is uh, he's actually hopefully lining up a guest spot on the other guy's show. I'm that just happened and. He's, uh, you know, already been on Jared and uh, Steve's show. So, I mean, I think he's got a little uh, bit of a future as a some sort of roadshow clown act. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> anyway, I got nothing else for he's this like, episode, you know man. He is? I, huh? He's like Curly Joe from the Three Stooges. Yeah, he comes in every now and then. Yeah, he just fills in for the, 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 the real talent. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love this fucking show, buddy. All right. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, go see Luke and The Odd Couple premiering April 10th <laughs> oh, at Bicentennial okay. Park. And, uh, we're... Guess what I got. Oh, what'd you get? Oh, uh, opening Day Cubs tickets. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, we got to talk about in the next episode, the Deadspin article about Wrigley Field and um, about how uh, everything's not completed yet. Yeah. They, they fucking were... They've going... been saying that for months. It's not going to be completed. It's, it's, it's going nuts now, so... Um, it's but... really... I don't know why they, people bring it up like it's news. They 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 said it four months ago that it wasn't going to be completed. I don't want to talk day. about the article. I want to talk about the internet comments, which are amazing. So, the, oh, okay. that's a tease. Tickle, okay. tickle, 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 tickle. Um, anyway, I'm going to go... I'm going to be there opening day. What uh, day is that? April 8th? April 5th. 5th. That's Easter, coming right now. Easter Sunday night. Sweet. They're the ESPN game. John Lester against Adam Wainwright. Uh, I'm so goddamn excited. Hey man, um, baseball season. Cheers. Yeah. Um, I'm just very excited to go opening day. Um, I have my tickets that I get from the guy that, uh, has season tickets. Mm -hmm. Um, found him online about six years ago and he sells most of his tickets. And, uh, every year he sends out a, a spreadsheet and I picked my four games and I, you know, I send him the money and he sends me the thing. He sent me for, Seven, seven or eight games, not four. That was awesome. And they were all wrong. 
And oh. I'm looking at this. I'm like, why do I have a three-game series against the Padres in April? And I'm like, what the f-? And I'm going through these, and I'm like, so I sent him an email. I'm like, hey, dude. I said, I got the wrong tickets. I got these. I'm so scared. He goes, ah, damn it. He goes, those are my buddy in New York. Comes out for a couple weekends every summer, and that's why you had two full weekend series. Okay. Um, I thought it was like a generous bonus. Like no, no, no. I didn't get games. any of the games I want. And he's very trustworthy. Like, a couple years ago, he sent me the tickets long before I sent him the money. And okay. this year, I sent him the check, and you know, he, he sent me an email like four days later. Said, "I got your check. Tickets came in yesterday. They're going in the mail today." Like, very trustworthy. Quick guy. turnaround. Good guy. I mean, the first time I did it, I had to drive up to the north side to exchange money for cash for tickets. And once he realizes you're on the level, you know, he's a good always dude. protect yourselves you with know, that kind of my, shit. My brother's on the list. My sister's on the list. They get the email that says, you know, if you want the tickets, and he's just just a good all around good guy. Well. I hope you enjoy your game, sir. I hope to get to one Sox game this year. I haven't been to a game in probably two years now. It's crazy. The schedule just doesn't allow it. You know, I'm going to the Cubs Sox game at Wrigley. One of them. If you got an extra one, I might uh, have to uh, hitch a lo- ride I do with not. you. Damn do it. not. Something people. We're gonna have to kill buy somebody. Buy a ticket and then come up with us. I could do that. Then I'll be sitting by myself behind. Have Jonah, go with you. I'm bringing my nephew. It's a Sunday. Mm, I don't want to see Jonah get drunk and yell at a fan again. Is that Wrigley? He doesn't have Oh, good point. So, we were talking about Odd Couple open up April 10th, Bicentennial Park in Joliet, Mm -hmm. also the weekend of April 17th. If it's all right with you, we'll probably be doing a podcast with uh, some of the cast and the director. Yeah, I've mentioned it. uh, I mentioned it to the guy playing Felix, and he was all for it. Um, And Jeff Jeff Madsen's one of the directors, so I'd like to get him involved because he's a podcaster. Um, and maybe one of the girls bring it, bring a different dimension. Absolutely. Absolutely. To. Um, you know, they're very bubbly and funny. And so if you guys want to hear about theater and the process and all that fun stuff, especially local theater, it's, uh, it's actually really enjoyable conversation and, uh, and it's going to be, gonna be a good show. Absolutely. I man. don't invite people to shows that suck. Odd couple, April 10th, go fucking see it. Anyway, besides that, please follow us on SoundCloud on the, yeah, I'll edit that the disease network. Featuring shows such as Something Gate, Um, That Just Happened, Das Drunks, and of course... Oops, I did it again. (laughs) Of course, You're Gonna Get a Disease, the greatest podcast that you'll ever hear, ever. Anything else, brother? Nope. For Luke, this is Nick and Otis and Lloyd. Go get a disease, everybody. Later.